Welcome to Checkmates Go! Season 2, Episode 38. During March of 2020, we saw a number of Checkpoint customers needing to ramp up their remote access capabilities in response to COVID-19. In the Checkmates community, we saw a substantial amount of questions around remote access capabilities, how to configure licensing, how to monitor, and so on. I recently spoke with David Uola from IMC Companies around their use of Checkpoint's products and services, and of course, the topic of remote access came up. I asked David about their experience in ramping up their remote access capabilities for their employees. We have had VPN server or services for, for a long time, but with other vendors. We started with Microsoft uh, maybe a, a decade, decade or so ago, and uh, we use it for a long the longest time. And then we migrated it to with with Cisco Meraki VPN. The challenge we had with six Cisco Meraki, well, we had multiple challenges. First of all, the the endpoint, the VPN client configuration is it requires a lot of the user innovation to get it set up. That was a that was a big issue. Uh, the second issue we had with the Cisco Meraki VPN was that uh, the, the there were some changes going on on the carriers, AT&T being one of them, that would stop blocking the LP2, uh, LPT2 on, on the VPN uh, connection so that the handshake will fall down and we would, we would have, have issues with users connecting to the, uh, the VPN appliance. Also, there was some performance issues, not that noticeable, but we did have some performance issue. But it, but again, it, it it was because the the client VPN client installation was set up basically by the user that wanted it to use. We didn't have any script. There was no there's no uh, client, or at the time, my check uh, Cisco Market didn't have a client that we could just push and and use it as um, any connect, for example, the Cisco product or even even the checkpoint uh, VPN blade on the endpoint. So it was a b- very hectic. We started having a lot of issues, people disconnecting. So about last year, September, around September, the the, the last um, we, we have a, we had an issue with connections on clients VPN. Now just imagine at that point we had two percent of our users in VPN. So it was not a it was we didn't have many as we do have today post COVID. Um, so on about October, November time frame, I got I got everyone. Uh, we got everyone in, in the teams, all of the the other IT groups. Uh, we got them into a place where they they were tired of the other solution. They they were facing a lot of support issues, and and they just you know they, they just had it. And at that point, uh, they told me, David, you can take the VPN and 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 do do what you want to do because I have been talking about the VPN with Checkpoint for 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 some time now. Uh, now December hits December, and we set up everything. We created the VPNs, uh, gateways, the profiles. We develop in in house develop. Uh, all of the documentation to help the users just follow through. We even scripted out, and the we, we got it to a point that the user the user that wanted to connect only had to click on a link, and that link will get everything set up for him. Just one click. 
Um, obviously, we have to push the VPN client uh, to to the endpoints or, or and, and allow VYODs to to use the the other generic uh, checkpoint endpoint VPN client. But uh, when when it hit, I remember very well because well, my family and I we were at the Caribbean, just having a a, a vacation time in in the spring break of March. And I remember that I got a call from the CIO, and I was at the beach. And he he said he said to me, David, uh, things look like we're gonna have to get everyone working from home. Are are we ready? What do we need to do? Uh, is this gonna be an issue? And at that point, I told my, my my boss, the CIO, I told him, you know what? It's not going to be a big issue. It's not gonna be a big issue for us. It's just gonna be maybe a couple of clicks. So I hang up and uh, I call my guys in, in 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 at the corporate from from the, I call them from the beach and I told them, hey just enable the blade and distribute the link and that was it I mean it's, it was like magic I mean uh, it, we just did literally a couple of clicks and that did everything else for us now. At the moment, we got about forty plus percent of our users uh, working rem uh, remotely. No issues. We had more at the beginning when when the stay home mandate was given, but uh, now to at this time we we got like about forty percent, which is not a it's not bad. We we couldn't we could have not done it with our previous solution period. What I heard from all of this is that so you did so you did a bunch of planning work beforehand so that when when it when it came time you were ready to go and it's just like click the click the button and, right. and and distribute and I think that's and and I think with any with any anything like that I think it's always good. you definitely need to be prepared for those kinds of eventualities I mean I know as a company you know checkpoint we already had a lot of people working from home anyway we just had to scale up a bit so it was a, a, a the resources were largely in place. It was just a matter of, and, and, and for although for some businesses, for some parts of the business, it was, uh, um, they did have to spin up some different resources. But it was, but it's, uh, it can happen fairly quickly if you if you've got a, if you've got a plan in place. It, now you said that you've got that. You, so I know you also you using our endpoint in general. You also mentioned BYOD. So uh, what kinds of clients are you using uh, for the different types of users that you have? Because because we have. As you know, we have a few different clients, and so I'm, so I'm curious uh, what what you're actually using for the the non corporate devices. Let's call it that. Let's say that we have a user at home running whatever you want them to run Mac, Windows, whatever, and uh, and we don't own that computer. We don't have access to the computer. We don't want to push the whole suite to the computer. Period. So what we did, we used the there's a, uh, a open, well, not, a, not an open client, but there's a client that you can download from the Checkpoint website that is just called uh, Endpoint VPN Client. That's the name of it. And with that, you have three options, VPN, Secure, uh, Secure something, I can remember the, the whole name, and in a third option. And you just install, you have the, you have your users, install, that, the, install it with the VPN option, and then after that, everything works as if it was the full client. Well, everything for the VPN, because obviously they will not have and the anti-malware, the, the anti-ransomware, and all that other stuff, the sandboxing. Uh, they will not have it with that base client or with that VPN client. 
and that's how we did it. Now, on our side, what we created on the uh, on on the gateways, we created rules that every time someone connected to you or tried to connect to the VPN, we w- we would validate their computers. We would check that the computers were safe for us to let in our network to. We would check for specific patches. We would check for specific OS versions that we didn't want in, in the environment. We would check for uh, that they had a firewall, that they had an antivirus, and that not only they had it, but it was up to date on the latest and greatest uh, uh, definitions. So we that's how we protected the net or our resources uh, when we let those non-corporate devices come in. Yeah. So when you did that, did you did you use SCV to do that, or did you use the endpoint compliance to do that? Well, you cannot use end, uh, endpoint compliance on not corporate devices, so we use the SVC or SCV. That's what I figured, but the, the, yeah, so, so both of those methods can be used to provide some level of checking. Um, how big of what kind of gateways are we looking at? Because you said you had uh, roughly, you said you had roughly eight hundred machines, give or take. Um, pos- but and, and you and roughly forty percent of the people are working from home. So what what kind of what kind of gateways are you running to support that right now? We had at each data center a, I think it's a 5,400, maybe 5,200. It, it's not the biggest and biggest. It's a, it's a mid level. No, and that's, yeah, that's like a 5,400 for that size seems reasonable. Right. And and we have one at each data center, which allow us to, uh, as part of the, the deployment, let them choose if they wanted to use one versus the other other. Um, and, and that's how we did it. Um, so now for your, for your corporate managed assets, I assume you, you roll, you, you just turned on the remote access as part of that solution. Right. We just enable it on the policy, on the policy server, enable the VPN blade done. Now you can manage the VPN either through the endpoint or the, or the network side of things. Um, I'm curious as to which one you, 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 which way you decided to go with that. You're gonna to have to elaborate on that question. Okay, so um, for the for, for desktop policy, so the desktop policy, you can either define like the you know because you can define with the firewall, for instance, you can define the that on the endpoint in the endpoint management, or you can do it in the network using a desktop policy, which is a it, it, it's you have to do some stuff to enable it. It's and you mentioned policy server, so which sounds to me like you did it. You're doing it on the network side rather than on the endpoint side. You could do it either way. It's there. It's a um, some customers prefer doing it uh, one way to the other. So I'm I'm just curious which one you picked. Well, um, we we picked the endpoint at that at that point. Um, and one of the reasons today is that if you remember, our, our edge is not on checkpoint. So we don't have that full visibility between the solutions yet. We would, we're working to get there, but it's, it's not going to be overnight. So that, the easiest way, the way we knew how to do it and the way we knew it, were, it was going to work anyway was through the endpoint. So that's how we, we managed it. Now, for for non corporate devices, everything is managed on the uh, on, on the gateways. Thanks for listening to Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Give us a rating and review, and share with your colleagues on social media. Thanks for listening.